right, welcome back to another installment of the Finish Line Podcast, your favorite live. shop for unedited, unfiltered, and disrespectful sports talk. Yes, yeah. sir. Um, <laughs> uh, we're back with our first full-length episode, really detailing the NBA season as it has started. Um, and we have uh, probably our most special guest thus far. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Brandon Robinson, a.k.a. Scoop B. You can follow him on Twitter at Scoop B. Um, he's pretty much, he's a very important man. Um, he's been on ESPN Radio, MSNBC, NBA 2K. Um, so definitely. You name it. Hey, Scoop, I'm trying to get on with you. <laughs> man, I'm still trying to get on myself. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. All right, but we're just going to get into the show, man. Uh, we'll have um, the NFL segment of our show coming up a little later. Uh, but we're really about to tackle the NBA season since it is um, in full swing. I remember back in June, we sat down and we said, man, right after, when when Paul George get traded? Paul, he got traded in July, July. Right? July. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'm ready for the NBA, and we're Facts. here. So, uh, Wanya, get us going. What's going on, Scoop? Um, first little question I have for you. I know I've, you know, I've been following you on Twitter for a while, um, and I, you know, want to preface this by saying I love your work, um, love your tweets and everything. Um, I want to start by saying, you know, I know you spent a lot of time in LA, especially during the start of the season. Did how did? And I know this is a very common question. How did you notice the culture change in New York? I mean, in LA when the Clippers landed Kawhi, PG, and became a real title contender? Well, I think that the Clippers were a a title contender last year. I think they were just missing those two pieces. I think much was given uh, in in the offseason, whether it was the trade with the Oklahoma City Thunder that brought Paul George to um, Los Angeles, as well as, obviously, July 6th also, uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, signing with the Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, really and truly, last season, Clippers' best player uh, was coming off the bench is Lou Williams. And, um, yeah, facts. You know, That's you look, at, if you look at their roster. Um, what, what's impressed me about that team is is not so much Kawhi the scorer and the Kawhi the defender that we knew he was, but really and truly in my time spent in L.A. Uh, last week, what impressed me most was Kawhi the facilitator. I mean, I was looking at some stats today um, where it said like how many assists he had in the first couple games of the season, first two games against the Lakers and then against the, uh, the, uh, Golden State Warriors. And <clears throat> I mean, I, I think that, you know, being here on the East coast, you see the nets always being the Knicks, little brother. And comparatively, uh, I've learned over the last few years that it's the same complex in Los Angeles. Uh, the only difference is the Clippers and the Lakers share the same building uh, with all that being said, um, if I could encapsulate this moment into a song, it would be that song by Eminem. I'm not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a new era there in that in that sense. But you know, it, it's still a Lakers talent. And I think the difference in all of this is the fact that the Lakers have had a blueprint for some time. It started when you know they brought LeBron into Los Angeles, and you know they were you know actively looking for some sidekicks. Uh, Anthony Davis was always in their game plan, and. You know, they, they weren't able to get someone in Kawhi or, or in Kevin Durant for various reasons. But uh, what I can share with you is it's, it's a it is a, a stealth rivalry that, that's going to continue all season, man. It, like really Lakers and Clipper fans have been going back and forth. Uh, it, it really was like an interesting case study just watching it in Los Angeles last week. And it's an exciting time in the NBA. Hey, Scoo, I'm going I'm to I'm piggyback off that real quick. So in terms of 
watching that game last week where the Lakers and the Clippers kicked off the season um, in Staples Center, do you what do you feel? What is what's your first initial? We've been like three games in. What's your initial take on the Lakers roster? Because I feel like me personally, I feel like they spent a lot of time, you know, trying to clear that cap space, going after <clears throat> going after Kawhi, and I think it kind of they kind of shot themselves in the foot in terms of the lack of depth that they may or may not have to some people. I feel like they're not as deep yeah. as they could be. Um, so what, what, what do you th- what do you think? What's your initial take about the Lakers roster? I think the Clippers are who we thought they were, but what do you think about the Lakers and their roster? Okay, you get on your, we are who we thought they were. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question about the Lakers, yeah, I do think that they spent a lot of time um, and just, you know, during the offseason when Kawhi was a conversation, uh, you know, there was talk that from from on my end, what I was hearing was that there was talk and, you know, don't say too much, be quiet. The biggest thing was Kawhi was looking for clarity, uh, particularly because that was a team that he was interested in going to when he was still a member of the San Antonio Spurs. And so when he was having conversation with Magic Johnson last summer, a lot of that conversation was dating back to why Greg Popovich and the Spurs were unwilling to ship Kawhi Leonard um, to the Lakers and, and potential trade opportunities. If you go back in my track record as far back as the summer of 2018, when LeBron James did come, lead, preceding that was conversation uh, and the Lakers trying to make moves to get Kawhi Leonard. And, and there was even talk with the Philadelphia 76ers. He has a relationship with Brett Brown. Uh, and, and there was no dice. Uh, and and I'll even go back and say that there was conversation with Paul George wanting to join the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and, and basically in the 25th hour, I'll say, um, he kind of withdrew those conversations and, and, and went elsewhere. Um, so these were Los Angeles conversations dating back into the summer of 2018 that kind of did not uh, bear fruit. Obviously, Paul George being a native of Palmdale, California, which is in the Valley. Um, it's still in Los Angeles County, of course, but uh, those conversations were not, you know, just this spatial conversation. So now, in 2019, you look at the, the, the Lakers and where they are. Uh, they're not necessarily maybe the, the as, as, as um, impressive to people as the Clippers are, because the Clippers defensively is what impresses me most. I mean, they went toe-to-toe with the Golden State Warriors uh, in, in the playoffs last season. This is pre-Kevin Durant getting hurt in the playoffs. I mean, he, he was hurt at points, but, you know, this was Patrick Beverly and, 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 and Kevin Durant going back and forth. And so when you look at the Lakers roster at large, I think one thing that gets lost in, in many translations, I don't care if it's Alta Vista translations or Google translations, is this. Kyle Kuzma's not playing. Facts. Still has a play. Realize the value of that. Um, Kyle Kuzma literally is the third wheel in the triumvirate that is the Los Angeles Lakers uh, star power. Uh, Yeah, everybody's talking about LeBron and his man weave, and Anthony Davis telling him (laughs) to put put your put your weave back together. But you know, really and truly, you got a Kyle Kuzma who's hurt. You got a Rajon Rondo who's hurt. and it's so crazy watching these games and seeing them in these elevated high chairs. These grown ass men sitting in high chairs. You see those raised seats that those guys have? Yo, niggas is mad tall already. <laughs> like, come on, son. Cass is tall every day, B. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, though, like, I think the Lakers are still a work in progress. And what, di- what how the Lakers differ from the Clippers is this. 
the Clippers have had that camaraderie. They're a year ahead, you know, and, and, and you know, the Lakers are, are still figuring out a brand new roster. But, you know, it, it reminds me of that that line in Hovey Baby by Jay-Z. I'm so far ahead of my time. I'm about to start another life. Look behind you. I'm about to pass you twice. But, Go ahead, AZ. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, see, it's that BK Burrow, man. I'll end with this, this statement with this this statement. I think, you know, Danny Green has has played with heart, man, in the last in the first couple games. Um, I, I think Kyle Kuzma coming back is gonna be time it's gonna be an adjustment. Um LeBron James, you know what he can bring to the table, but you know, really truly I, I do think that the Lakers are figuring things out in season. And then they have a coaching issue. Is Vogel in or is he out? True, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last, last that that is a true statement. Last question, that last Lakers question for you, Scoop. I, I when I started following you is because I saw a tweet of yours reporting that um, the Lakers would land. They already had LeBron at this point. I think this was last summer. They would land Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. What are your thoughts as far as why that didn't happen, um, and what kind of made you report that? If you can give us that scoop. Um, no pun intended, as to why you thought it was going to happen. <laughs> well, I, I commend you because you're probably the first person to ask me that question. Um, as far as Anthony Davis, I, I did have that in October of last year. Um, the person who shared that information with me about Kevin Durant uh, was also, I'll say, an Intel guy uh, who shared some information with another one of my colleagues about Space Jam. And it was so detailed um, that the person who broke the story uh, actually had to consult with a lawyer. Uh, and it's a, per- a person who's pretty high up. I won't put their name out there, but basically they had to write the story uh, a certain way so that legally uh, it wouldn't jam them up. To directly answer your question about Kevin Durant, um, I'll say that it was a learning lesson on the word confirm to be very transparent with you. Um, I think that or I do know that people have the right to change their mind. I don't regret putting it out there because the way that it was phrased to me, um, there were some other factors that were going on, like conversations and meetings that uh, Kevin Durant had with Kyle Kuzma as well as LeBron James. Uh, What I can also add uh, is that um, Kevin Durant and Stephen A. Smith have had a lot of back and forth um, and what I found out later, one speculation is he may have done it to make Stephen A. look wrong. You know, you know, they have an they have a, uh, a, a, a interview that's supposed to be released sometime this week on ESPN Plus. Um, what I'll also add is this: I started to get the sense that Kevin Durant was changing his mind when I spent some time with he and Kyrie Irving at a Jordan party in February uh, in Charlotte. Uh, it was a Jordan party during All-Star Weekend, and those guys were inseparable. The conversations, the jokes, uh, just the camaraderie. They were acting like I, I know I know their friends on both sides. They're, rather, you know, I know K, who KD's yeah. friends are outside of basketball. I know Kyrie Irving's friends are outside of basketball. But those two acted like they had known each other all their life, and I had gotten the sense in spending time with them and having actual conversation at a Jordan party that these two were a package deal. And as the season went on, um, you know, you saw that weekend during All-Star Weekend, that video came out about the two contracts, the two max contracts. And, you know, that offseason, the Nets made moves. They moved Alan Crabb to get, uh, to make space to get two max guys. Um, I had known that Kyrie Irving was joining the Brooklyn Nets since February, if you go back to my reporting. Um, And so 
again, the word confirmed um, heightened a lot of people. If I could do it all over again, I would still do it the same. But I do know that the Los Angeles Lakers was a team of interest for Kevin Durant. I was wrong, but I ended up getting it right based upon my time and my experience with those guys at that party during Charlotte and just conversations that I was having with people throughout the season about that. And, you know, if people want to talk about the fact that I had it wrong, you can match all the things I had right. You know, I, I had a lot of things that were correct. And uh, I live with that. Right, because we, we, we stand our ground around here. Yo, can you imagine a team with Durant, uh, LeBron James. And that's exactly why it ain't happening. That's exactly why it ain't happening. That would have been too dangerous. But, yeah. uh, Scoop, it's your boy Famous here, man. Um, I had a quick question for you. So, uh, seeing as how uh, Kawhi Leonard came in and Thanos snapped the entire league back to, uh, to, to, you know, to have everybody equal pretty yeah. much, um, what team in the Western Conference do you think that didn't make the playoffs last year that will make it this year? And what record do you think they might have? Damn. I mean, Jay. <laughs> no, that's that, – man, you – listen, man, you about to take some people's jobs. You asked a good question. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, that's what I'm trying to you're do. Already, hey, yeah. you already tell, snow. Tell them about us. Hey, we here, man. <laughs> we here. I'll be honest with you. I like the New Orleans Pelicans. Mmm. Yeah. Even with Zion out? What'd you say? Even with Zion out? Yes. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, Brandon Ingram – Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and J.J. Reddick all have something to prove. Obviously, their old teams didn't want them. Yeah. Back then, they didn't want them. Now they hot. They all on them. <laughs> facts, <laughs> facts. I look, I look at opening night as a, as a as a case study. I mean, they went toe-to-toe with, with the world champions, Toronto Raptors. They lost and went to overtime. Um, and that game was more impressive than to, and to me than the Clippers-Lakers game. Um. Obviously, the, the, the Toronto Raptors were without Kawhi Leonard, uh, who, who had other plans in Los Angeles. But, um, you know, you look at that team, they were still playing against a, a, an all-star in Kyle Lowry, Van Vliet, um, and Siakam, who just got paid. Um, and I think that Siakam really showed his hand. And, you know, he fouled out in that game. Maybe that game would have had an, a, a different – would have had an alternate ending and maybe wouldn't have went to overtime had he not fouled out. But – you know, those guys had heart. Brandon Ingram had heart. Uh, uh, Lonzo Ball was clicking on all cylinders, particularly in, in, in an offense where he was able to play free. Um, Drew Holiday, to me, you know, it was almost like last year was a redshirt year because, you know, the Pelicans were just so bad with Anthony Davis wanting to leave and some of those other things. So when you ask me that, even, yes, without Zion Williamson, um, I, I like Zion Williamson, uh, but I have gone into the season on record saying that, you know, I, I like R.J. Barrett. Uh, I, I think that, no, no, not comparing the two, but I, I think that R.J. Barrett has more of a free reign with the Knicks um, yeah, to, to, yeah. to play his game and, and then and then Zion Williamson does having to share the basketball with the, the aforementioned guys, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and, and J.J. Redick. So when I look at when I look at Zion Williamson, uh, I, I think it's too early to really, to really decide on what type of player he's going to be. But I, I, I don't understand the LeBron James comparisons. I, I personally see more of a a, um, a Blake Griffin or, or or a Julius Randle than I do a LeBron James. Um, and, I, and I think his, his size and his weight has people having different expectations as far as what position will we play. Will we play the two? Will we play the four? Will we play the three? Um, so I like that 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 Pelicans team as an eight, as a potential AC. Mm, word up. Hey, Scoop. So um, this is your boy AZ. 
Speaking of uh, Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, gosh. here we go. It's it's a Brooklyn boy. Yeah, man. Listen, we we've been talking about the West Coast for a long time, right? These boys, they, they were hating on your boy uh, for ranking the Knicks so high, right? I got him as an eighth seed, right? Now I know that's kind of pie in the sky, but just give me some insight as a native New Yorker, like. Where do you see the Knicks going this year? Like, is there hope in the future? Is, is it close? Is it, you know, near or, or more than far? Like, what's good? I've gone on record and said, you know, that I, I can see the New York Knicks winning 35 to 40 games this year. Um, I, I think, you know, it's, you should get excited off of the, the Knicks beating the Chicago Bulls last night. Um, <laughs> but, but, but this is what I will say. Um, I talked to Bobby Porter's. Uh, in the offseason just about his expectations he told me he expects to be you know the sixth man of the year um and and he likes you know Alonzo Trier he likes R.J. Barrett he likes some of those other things to directly answer your question about or 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 to kind of um piggyback off of your statement about Julius Randle I do think Julius Randle can be an NBA all-star easily I've always said that he is a blue-collar DeMarcus Cousins he's every he's what a healthy DeMarcus Cousins is supposed to be And I think that everybody in that Knicks system, like the Los Angeles Lakers, has to find a way to gel because that Knicks team is pretty much a new team, just like the Lakers are a new team. You have shells of last season, but, you know, the the Knicks, you've added some pieces. You've added Josh Randle. You've added Bobby Portis. You've you've added um, R.J. Barrett. uh, I'm impressed with Mitchell Robinson. I think he's a double-double threat every night. But the thing that I – that criticism that I have for the Knicks is, you know, everybody talks about the fact that they didn't get KD and Kyrie. I can tell you for a fact they were never getting Kyrie. But what I can tell you is I like that team. They just have so many guys on that roster that play the same dang offense. That is absolutely correct. (laughs) (laughs) We got like seven power forwards, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you even added – what's the name from Brooklyn that played for the Timberwolves last season? Um Former Bull. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Taj Gibson. Yeah, you added Taj Gibson. You you know what I'm saying? Like you 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 have Frankie Nilakina at point guard who had a good, you know, summer basketball play, but he's but he's but he's competing for, for roster minutes with, with, with Dennis Smith Jr. You know, like you have so many guys that can play the same position. Really and truly, I really do think that RJ Barrett should be running that offense the way LeBron is playing point guard in, in, in LA. You know, and 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 run it through him. One of the things that was impressive about you know R.J. Barrett during the summer league was the last two games where he was just free to do him. You know, right. I like Kevin Knox in year two. You know, I, I like the fire that Kevin Knox had. I talked to him about a month ago, and he told me how you know everybody talks about it being a, a New York town or rather a, a Nets town now. It's still the Knicks, and you know he's pissed because he really thought number one that those guys were coming to the Knicks, but number two, he has. I guess, uh, motivation to come out and do what he's supposed to do because the Knicks have just been struggling for the last few, well, more than the last few years, but they've been struggling. And yeah. um, I do think that the Knicks can win 35 to 40 games this season. Word up. Appreciate Facts. you, man. Scoop, I'm going to segue back out west real quick. So I think in 2039, we're going to be watching our hologram TVs <laughs> and, e- and ESPN and, 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 and is going to have a 30 for 30 on <laughs> about the Warriors dynasty from 2014 until 19, right? And I feel like a lot of people think that the dynasty is over, and it may very well be, but I think the Warriors are going to be the team that I follow the most close this season um, in terms of a team I'm not a fan of because I'm just I'm very intrigued about the roster makeup and, you know, 
what Steph has to do and what D'Lo has to do and Draymond and and Willie Cauley Stein and will Kevon Looney do anything? I don't know. And people have questions about Steve's Kerr coaching. So what are your thoughts on what the Warriors are or are not and what is their ceiling and what's their basement? Well, it's interesting because, you know, much has been made about Kevin Durant leaving and, you know, Clay Thompson being hurt probably for the rest of the season. And the first thoughts that come to mind is Steve Kerr now knows what it feels like to be Mark Jackson. Damn, talk talk to a scoop. Second thought is Steph Curry now knows what it's like to be LeBron James and carry a team. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because it ain't coming easy no more. Yo, man, yeah, listen. <laughs> Here's the last thing. It's still three All-Stars on that team, so I don't feel that sorry for either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's really especially Steve Kerr, man. Because the only difference between this year and last year is this. The Lakers got better and so did the Clippers. And the Portland Trailblazers added Hassan Whiteside. And the Utah Jazz added Mike Conley Jr. And... <laughs> You got them young guys in the in the Pelicans, who, who, are young and 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 competitive, and the Phoenix Suns are better than many people thought they'd be. Yeah, that's Mavericks look good, and the Minnesota Timberwolves are too. Like people just look at the Lakers and the Clippers and just think that I'm glad we can have this open conversation because I think what's different this year than maybe the last three four years is we really don't know who's going to the finals. Facts, facts. That's we really, really we really don't, to yeah. be honest. You got your favorites, but that's about it. Right. I, I mean, when you look at Houston, I mean, people were just writing Russell and and, and Harden off, but PJ Tucker was still shooting his ass off. Right. Yeah. Wide open because yeah. they got to guard Russ, James Russ, and Russ. Russ still damn near getting a triple double every night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just think you, you asked me a question. I, I oh, you asked me about the Warriors. I, I think that. <laughs> I think the Western Conference is just that more competitive, but I think the other thing is this. I, I I gave you two scenarios. I talked about Steve Kerr knowing what it's like to be Mark Jackson and Steph knowing what it's like to be LeBron. Um, the other thing is the Warriors revolutionized the game of basketball as it relates to small ball. These young kids on the playground don't play defense. These big guys want to take jumpers. And I kind of think that we have kind of shifted back to big men uh, started to make some noise. I mean, you've got Joel and B shimmy shaking. Uh, you 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 got you know you, you got Taco Fall being a conversation. Joe Cat. Yeah, I mean, I really just think this is an enjoyable brand of basketball right now because, like I said, you don't know. Um, but I also think that when you look at the Warriors. I don't really think we really are appreciating what they did until Kevin Durant left and Klay Thompson got hurt. I mean, when you look at Steph Curry, when you talk about looking in 2039, one thing that I find daunting is this. I think that people slight Steph Curry the same way that people slighted. Let me let me start from the beginning. People slight Steph Curry and a Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, era the same way that people slighted Tim Duncan when everybody wanted to watch 
Allen Iverson cross over everybody. And I don't think people are going to appreciate Steph Curry until he retires. Mark my words. Yeah. That's yeah, real. I, I feel like yeah. Steph does get a lot of, like, he just gets a lot of BS for no reason. It's just like, bro. Like, people, they don't want to give him his roses while he's here. Like, I'll hear a lot of... Yeah. Yo. It's like, I've seen this on Twitter, the rhetoric around Steph Curry. People want to, you know, dog him because he doesn't have a finals MVP. But, like, I'm like, okay. He's a, he's the greatest shooter of all time. Um, so <laughs> like, the greatest shooter right. I've ever I could seen. care less if he ever gets a finals MVP. <laughs> but, Scoop, we're going to get you out of here on this last question. Wanye, take it to him. All right, Scoop, heading, heading back to the East. You know, a lot of people think the Eastern Conference is essentially a, a two-team race with Facts. the Sixers and the Bucks, and I'm a big Sixers fan. Do you think there is – do you think that is true, that there is a two-team race? And if you do – who do you think out of the two teams, out of the Bucks and the Sixers, are going to come out the East eventually? That's a good question. Um, and I don't like giving predictions anymore because people hold me to it to the letter. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq put, I was with Shaq last week, and Shaq, and, and, and I talked to Scoop Jackson on my podcast, Scoopy Radio, recently. And they put me on game with that not giving predictions anymore. I don't like giving predictions anymore, but this is what I'll say about Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I got a chance to check them out a couple weeks ago when I was in Orlando. Um, and I was really impressed with uh, the combination of Al Horford, Ben Simmons, jo- Joel Embiid, and also Josh Richardson. And I actually spoke to Josh Richardson after that game. And I told him, I said, man, you got a great opportunity to really shine and, and carve out your own niche. Uh, when you look at that Miami Heat team that he played on the previous year, um, you know, you, you could see his defensive promise. Um, and when you look at that, that, that this Philadelphia 76ers team, um, and I, I didn't mention Tobias Harris, uh, what he means to that team. Tobias Harris was the guy that when Elton Brand made that trade, was screaming, scared money don't make no money. And he is supposed to be the replacement for Jimmy Butler. I don't think he replaces what Jimmy does from a leadership standpoint, from a scoring perspective, maybe. Uh, but the combination of, of Josh Richardson and Tobias Harris, definitely um, it takes two people to make one guy in Jimmy Butler. Um, but what I will say is I like Al Horford because I think Al Horford is the Joel Embiid whisperer. When you look at the playoffs last season after the Sixers were eliminated by the Toronto Raptors off of a crazy shot that Kawhi Leonard made and just the the, the, the talented Toronto Raptors team that they were, you could tell that Joel was hurt and he's doing everything he can to get the Sixers to the next level. And while everybody thinks that it's just a Ben Simmons jump shot away, don't hold your breath, I think that they have a good chemistry that is not dependent upon just one player. On the other side, I like the Milwaukee Bucks because even though they lost Malcolm Brogdon, who ended up joining the the, uh, Indiana Pacers, I am a fan of Robin Lopez, twin brother of Brooke Lopez. While they did lose a scorer, Malcolm Brogdon, I do think defensively the the Milwaukee Bucks got a heck of a lot better. And I think that Giannis Antetokounmpo is not a fluke. And I think that it is – there are two great competitive teams – on that roster or the, in that Eastern Conference, but there is something um, about the Eastern Conference that I don't think it's just a two-team race. Um, I don't want to go out of the limb and say Brooklyn, but I do like Brooklyn. Wow! In, in year one, I do. 
I feel like we're, I feel like we're being robbed low key of not having Kyrie and KD right now because it's the the the, the league and the conference right now is prime for that duo. Yeah, they're prime for that duo. But just because, but but here's the other thing. Just because KD comes back, that's not a lock either. Because I think that Brooklyn is still missing something, even when he comes back. I like Jared Allen. I like Joe Harris. I like the fact that Joe Harris and Kyrie Irving are teaming up again. Uh, but I, I think that when I look at that, that Brooklyn Nets team right now, at times it, it looks like they're just standing around watching them dribble around. I like Karis LeVert a lot. If you look at Karis LeVert last season, he before he got hurt, he was on his way to making an all-star appearance, either voted in or, or, or at least a reserve. Um, and it's still very early in the season, and, and I like what I have seen so far, but uh, I, I think that people are trying to sabotage Kyrie on the low with the report that came out today about his mood swings and some of the other stuff. But um, I, I really do like the two teams that I mentioned in the, in the Bucks and, and the Sixers, but... I still don't think that the Eastern Conference is, is locked away. I don't think it like like Philly is great, Milwaukee's great, uh, but you look at a team like Indiana. I'm not to call them a champion, but they still find a way to get through it every year with Victor Oladipo back. You know what can happen there? Like I just don't think it's a lot. Facts, facts. Well, I think I speak for us all where I say this is probably the most I've been excited, the most excited I've been for an NBA season in a very, very long time. Um, Scoop, once again, man, we really truly appreciate you absolutely, um, spending some absolutely, time yes, with sir. some North Carolina boys and, and a, a North a, a Brooklyn boy yeah. turned North Carolina Brooklyn North kid. Carolinian. Uh, Boy, that sounds like Michael Jordan. That, that, that's right. That's <laughs> right. But you're not that. the GOAT. So Whatever, right. man. Hey, uh, hey but it, Scoop, it's we, in me, man. We definitely hope to have you back on the show um, sometime soon, man. Gentlemen, thank you for the opportunity. I hope I didn't talk you to death. My brothers, I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your night. Don't forget the Finish Line Podcast is brought to you by Unwrap Sports and Sportscaster. Sportscaster is an interactive app where you can live stream your real-time sports reactions. I actually got to live stream the the shit bowl last night. Um, the Miami Dolphins. Hey, that was a decent that was a decent game, bro. <laughs> it was I a did, decent game, I, I, but I used Sportscaster to live stream the Packers and the Chiefs the other night um, watching Aaron Rodgers do yoga while throwing the ball, you know. What I'm he saying? sure did. He was <laughs> dancing Shout out to Court. I was just making sure oh, it's yeah. all four of us. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There we go. Relax. <laughs> Relax. But anyway, um, we if you liked our interview that we just had with uh, Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, um, definitely check him out on Twitter. He Absolutely. has some amazing content on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, follow that man. Scoop B. Follow him. But more importantly, follow us. Because right. we ain't made it yet. Right. We ain't <laughs> making it yet. This is very review. true. This podcast, or Get, leave a rating, five, five stars, stars only. You on your, you, listen, you on your phone right now, thirst, thirst watching people that that don't even like you. Right, she ain't even followed you back. Right, followed you back. Bro. You double, so you double up? tap her for no reason. Get into some football. We. Oh, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. before before we get into that, I just want to let you know. Last week, Friday at three twenty-two a.m., I yes, welcome. My second daughter into this world. Araya, Araya. Gangway. She'll, she'll be on the show next week. Yeah, she will. Yeah, we she can be. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, all she get at is is filling diapers and drinking breast milk. Facts. Um, but, also, <laughs> I, got, I got a number for you. I got a number for you. The Patriots are now 8-0, correct? They're 8-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a number for you. The number is 7. This is Tom Brady's 
seventh different time winning 10 games in a row or more. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's, from last season, too. Well, I mean, yeah, it can go from Okay, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven different times he's won 10 games. Do you know some quarterbacks don't even win five in a row ever? Cam mm. Newton lost eight in a row. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Damn, Cam. Why do you have to bring that up? Oh, no. It, it, it was more than eight. It's more than eight now. It's more than eight. What was it, nine? The second number. The second number yeah. is 200. Can somebody tell me what that means? 200 oh. wins? No, no, no. Just guess. The number is 200. It means something. Two. Nah, not touchdown. Shit. I don't know. Interceptions. The number is 200. No defense in fantasy football history has scored 200 points in a season. Shh. Because they, ha- the they have eight touchdowns, right? The Patriots have 170 fans. They, they have the same amount of touchdowns scored as they've given up. Yeah. Yeah. Which the is Patriots, a fucking wild stat. through the season, have 170 ESPN fantasy points. And no team has ever scored 200. Since, like, fantasy's been. So, I don't know if we're accounting for, like, the Steel Curtain. At, like, no, maybe you the got Like, Ravens or whatever. But, like... In the last twenty years, no team has ever scored two hundred. I will say this though, and and I, you know, I'm biased as hell, but statistically, this this team is better than the two thousand Ravens. I, I looked it up. They're better than most defenses we've seen so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're if they if they continue this now, you know, we they going on that streak where they where they have some rough games. If they can continue this, then yeah, they'll be better than that two thousand Ravens. But if they have some hiccups, then because that two thousand Ravens was different. And it's just like mm-hmm. th- it would be Tom Brady. He's 42. All it takes is, you know, you know that one edge rusher to come around and end his kneecaps. <laughs> but again, let's give the 40-year-old quarterback who can – because Tom Brady, the way they're running that offense is if the ball ain't out of his hands in a, in a, a second and a half, he throwing it in the dirt. Yeah, yeah. which is why you got to have some great corners. The 42 years. He gets the best defense in the last fifteen. Right. And the crazy thing is, they the they lost defense. their best pass rusher in Trey Flowers in, during the off season, Doesn't and now matter. they lost it. They lost their D coordinator, and they got the best fucking defense in the league. They got the best cover corner. <laughs> the best, best, best cover corner. They got the McCordy twins. Mm. What, what, They've what gotten an interception and fumble in every game this season. <laughs> what do you do? But anyway, so staying on the Patriots, oh, we now are eight. Get, we're eight weeks through. You know, some teams have had their buy, some have not. Um, but we're sitting at. Two teams remaining undefeated, um, one from each conference. Um, both of them on opposite sides, and of both the of them look fucking great. Both of them look phenomenal. We have yeah. the eight and O Patriots, and we have the seven and O Forty Nine because they had that buy back in like week four or whatever. My question to y'all is, what team are you more impressed with, the eight and O Patriots or the seven and O San Francisco Forty Nine? I'm going to say more impressed with the 49ers, and the reason being is because of Nick Bosa. He's so young and so talented. A rookie. And he's, bro, he's a rookie, and he's doing this. And he, I'm not saying he's doing it by himself. He, They've got a pretty yeah. solid defense, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But All first round him playing as well as he is is making Richard Sherman look like the Richard Sherman of old. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then you got on their offensive side of the ball, they don't impress me that well on offense when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo, but their running game, yeah, like Matt one, Breida, one in, Tevin in, in Coleman, the league, right? uh, what's the third guy? I can't, I can't remember the third guy's name. It's not Payne, is it? No. No, no, no. I, I can't remember who it is, but they have a nonstop running game that has been pounding and pounding away each game, even with Jimmy Garoppolo uh, struggling, which if you look at the Patriots team, I mean, Tom Brady's kind of struggling. He hasn't had that great right. of a season. You know what I'm saying? Very good. Right. So, like, cool. it, comparatively, these 
two undefeated teams, they look a lot alike. Great defenses and having an offense that can score. Um, but don't forget, Nick Bosa had a pick six last week on Kyle Allen. Yeah, it was almost. Oh, it was, a, it was almost. almost a, oh, yeah, yeah. He but the, he picked it off, crossed Kyle Allen, then crossed him again sixty yards down the field. But I'll, yeah. I'll get my answer. I'm more impressed with the 49ers by yeah. far, only because the Patriots just won the Super Bowl, and they were in the Super Bowl before that, and they were in the Super Bowl three years before that, and another one, and another right. one. 49ers were four and twelve last year. Ooh, yeah. Granted, they didn't have their you know franchise quarterback, but Jimmy G has shown us that he won't come to save no day last year. Like. He's no. he's good. I think he's still finding his footing as like a you know a full time starting quarterback. He actually just completed his. I think this week was his seventeenth career game. So he's just now completing a full season, being at twenty seven years old. He's twenty seven right now. You know what I'm saying? He's already won a Super. People forget Jimmy G won a Super Bowl. Um, he was a backup um, on that Super Bowl. That Super Bowl. Yeah. Anyway, I'm more impressed with the 49ers, man. I think the Patriots like the Patriots stopped impressing me. Like a decade ago, like they we watched them go undefeated in a season. You know what I'm saying? So like that threshold. I mean, bro, that that was 12 years ago. Well, no, I'm saying, but like the Patriots, they're ingrained in my mind. I'm gonna be with, with greatness every year. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna see less than 11 wins, no matter what they have. You have a 40 year old quarterback. Cool. I'm gonna have the best defense. Like you got Bill Belichick just won his 300th game. Yeah, you know I'm expecting greatness coming from them. But the 49ers, they've been. You know, they lost that Super Bowl in 2012 and forgot how to play football yeah. after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, I, I'm more impressed with the 49ers, um, mainly because, just, just like you kind of alluded to, everybody's expecting the Patriots to be great. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody really expected. Just like Richard Sherman was like, yo, keep that same energy. Like, if you thought we was going to be trash before the season – just keep on thinking we're going to be trash throughout the season, which, ain't, I mean, it's not the smartest stance to take, but I feel what he's saying. But also, um, the reason why I'm not wholly impressed by the Patriots is because of the level of competition they're playing. Now, I know you have to win the games. You got to beat the people who are in front of you. But, like, they, they faced, like, bottom-ranked uh, offenses. The the average starting position is, like, damn near in, in the, on the opposite side of the field. Like, everything is, is geared towards them, um, you know, uh, winning on the defensive side. So I think like I, I like I'm I'm looking at looking at it from a holistic point of view, um, as a as a whole as a whole team unit I'm not I'm not impressed because I feel like there's more to it than just we just dominating everybody. Um, <clears throat> to give my to preface my answer, speaking to the Nick Bosa thing, Nick Bosa was genius. I know you all don't keep up with college football, but this was a guy who he only played six games last year. I think yep. six or seven games. And, and took guy, himself got out. Got hurt. He said, I'm out. I'm yeah. getting ready for the NFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Yeah. I ain't going to class. I uh, do remember that. <laughs> I remember hearing about that. <laughs> he took the deuces. And now he is playing like lip, not fuck defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. That's he, how he's yeah. playing. He really he, he is ridiculous. Him and his yeah. brother, I mean, they, they're just ridiculous. I mean, they Trump supporters, but you know. <laughs> they are. You know they what? get up that quarterback. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> they do their job. Like, watching Nick Bosa, like, you can't do anything. You can't. They're, they're, it, it, I think the main thing that, sepse- that separates him is his athleticism. Um, like, that pick that he had on Kyle and that he almost took back. A lot of people like, aren't he that. was on the ground. And it just immediately jumped shot up. up. Just, yeah, like, like, and, reaction time is crazy. And to have the hands as a defensive end to do that, as far as who I'm more impressed with, 
in all honesty, it's the Patriots. Be- and this is why. A- a- you know, we expect the greatness from them, which is why I'm impressed with them. That year in and year out that they can continue to put out a dominant, a dominant season every single year for as long as they had. And just speaking to this year, they their defense alone. I'm not impressed with their offense. Their offense looks bad, but you know they got a 42 year old quarterback. What do you expect? Their offense, they're still top seven. No, they're, yeah, they're top 16. But but they oh, run. They're 16th offense. Yeah, but they run the ball so great. But their defense has 10 touchdowns. That's more than. <laughs> Any star, any star receiver, Odell, Odell Julio, Michael Thomas, my, like their defense yeah. is ridiculous. And yes, they have played lesser than great competition. I think you know they're going to be battle tested over these next couple weeks. They got the Ravens on the schedule. I think they got us. Then they, they got, got the Chiefs. Texans, the they got Cowboys, the Texans. They about to yeah. lose this week. <laughs> they they about to they, the, the Ravens. Ravens. Prime time in, in Baltimore. That's a loss. But we'll we'll get to that later. We'll get, pick them. Oh, we'll get there. And pick we'll get we'll to get that there. later and we'll pick them. But I, I I'm just impressed with the with the um Patriots. Like I said before we started the show, they lost their best pass rusher in Trey Flowers and their defense coordinator Brian Flores. And that defense is next is all world. So yeah, I, I'm more I'm more but impressed with the with the Patriots. Move, moving on um to somebody that just uh, kind of did not achieve expectations, Kyle Lowry. I mean, I don't want to stay on this too long. Yeah, because we go, honestly, we I, I think I think going up against oh, the San Francisco 49ers probably have what a top two, top three defense. No, no, no. they're, they're, top they're, two. they're, 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 two. they're number two. I didn't know if they were two or three. No, like, I mean, the them, and, them and the Patriots because I knew because I knew the Bills had a pretty good defense yeah, too. I didn't know, three, but the Patriots they're like one A and one B. You're going. You look. You're a rookie quarterback. Yeah, you went on a nice little four and zero streak, five and zero streak. But now you're playing the best, one of the best defenses in the league, and on the road, on the road, you can't expect to have but so good of a game. Now he did play terrible, I will say that. Um, I think he had his first interception in in three. First interception, and then threw two more. Yeah, so I mean, he like I said, he didn't have a good game. Interceptions were like he played catch with Richard Sherman. He did. <laughs> he, did, bro. He, he did. did. He did. But the thing is, if you look at the quarterbacks that they have played against. They do this to everyone. Jameis Winston, yeah, he's you know he has his turnover, garbage. turnover machine. Okay, turnover J- machine. Jameis Winston is beans. Okay, then they played Andy Dalton. Okay, beans. Then they yeah. played Mason Rudolph. Beans. Okay, so y'all are saying all this shit, but you was talking <laughs> yeah. shit about the Patriots not playing nobody. But it's and looking right. like you don't think the Niners have played nobody either. Yes. Baker Mayfield, beans. a deep. No, I mean he's not okay, ass he's though. Not ass, decent. No, I mean a decent Baker quarterback. Average. Eight for twenty-two, a hundred yards and two touchdowns, Next. no interceptions. Right. I mean and no Baker's touchdowns. Baker's low-key doing that against everybody. Everybody. Okay, J- Jared Goff. So he just went to the Super Bowl. I, I feel like Jared Goff is overrated. Oh my god! No, no, so every no, fucking quarterback. No, 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 no. So every <laughs> no, so they haven't played anybody. No, either. no, listen, no, listen, listen. Which is it? No, no. Hear me out. Okay, go ahead. No, the, re- the reason why I feel like it, I'm being consistent in my argument when y'all talk about Jared Goff deserved the money he got, I didn't think he deserved all of that because I feel like he's more a product of the system. Okay, like, but I, he's in that he's system in that. though. I, no, I, Once you go to let, the Super Bowl, you gotta pay the money. You gotta pay. I mean, him. I, but he's, that's fine. He is a he is a decent. He is a good quarterback with without a decent play action uh play action pass. He he's not doing he's, I, he's supposed to be doing. Can I can I say can I say this though to to your point talking about the strength of the schedule? Yes. 
I'm a, so just like I'm how we talked about the Patriots not really playing anybody. If you look at their schedule, technically they haven't either, other than maybe the Rams, right? And the Rams kind of struggled. They remember they, they got had, beat they, by the Buccaneers. They, they and, so if you look down the stretch, the 49ers actually. That's what I was about to bring up. Not very hard. No, no, no. They get into a harsh. Remember, they, they haven't even played the Seahawks yet. Yeah, they, they got them twice. They once at the end of the, the season, this week. And, and then the Seahawks, Seahawks next. Cardinals. And and then they play the Ravens, and I'm not saying that we're like the best team since sliced bread, but that's not an easy game. Yeah, you know got, what I'm saying? Like tough they've got some tougher games, and I think yeah. that that's what's going to show whether or not that defense, as well as the, like the defense, can only take you but so far. Yeah. But if your offense cannot score, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be got yeah. there's going to be teams with better coaches that are going to say, "Hey, we got to take care of the ball." I don't yeah. care if we have to run the ball like John Harbaugh; he will run the ball. The 11 plays down <laughs> yeah. one stretch. And as long as we get a field goal or a touchdown, he don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because right, we're taking good. care of the ball. And I think that if when they get to those games where they're playing the Pete Carrolls, the, uh, the John Harbaugh's, they're going to see some things defensively that they wouldn't they be gotta, able to they, do against they gotta, those guys. They got to go to the bayou. They got to go to the bayou. They, and like they, got, they, they play New Orleans? They play see, New that's Orleans, what I'm saying. New Orleans, too. I think the 49ers will go as far as Jimmy Garoppolo takes them. Yeah. It's going to be in that quarterback. Hold on. Oh, I was gonna get back to the cop. Oh, yo, thing. yo, go ahead. Yeah. Did you have something to say on it? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, well, so so here's the thing. I, uh, will you finish? I, I mean, I want to cut you off. I mean, I was just pointing out that literally, like, though Kyle Allen had a horrible game, literally every quarterback that they've played has had a horrible game against them. Yeah, I feel you. Same um, with the Pats. Uh, yeah. I I feel like this this was to be expected from Kyle Allen. I mean, yeah. he is a rookie. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, it's his second year technically. I mean, yeah, he played he won he game. won one game. You a fucking real rookie, my nigga. Like, come on, um, <laughs> <laughs> chill out. Um, yeah, I feel like Kyle Allen, like. You trying to holler at the bitch like, you know, I'm second year quarterback. Like, nah, you a rookie. Chill out, bro. You a rookie. Right. But no, so so I feel like th- this was low key to be expected. Um, I don't feel like they need to rush Cam in, like, you know, like, you know, to take over. Like, I don't think anything needs to change. But for the, all those people who are like, Cal Allen is is the savior or he needs to be like um the quarterback going forward. I don't like I feel like th- yeah, th- this this game, even though it may have been expected, he showed up really pretty bad. Like like Daniel Jones is is a rookie and he lost last week, but he threw four touchdowns up over three hundred. Okay, yards. so don't so that was listen, a horrible listen, comparison. So, like, so how, I think that's how, a bad comparison only because who the fuck did they play? My thing is who the Lions. Listen, they play the Lions. That's a bad comparison only because the Giants are literally they made the choice that they are moving that franchise. With Daniel yeah. Jones, no matter what, I think the reason that Kyle Allen gets so much the magnifying glasses on him is because it's are you going to replace our franchise quarterback or not? And I yeah. think that if you're going forward with him, you have to be able to say, "Well, Kyle Allen's our quarterback next season. What happens when we play a good defense again?" Well, I mean, because but you give him a full, you give him the keys, so you give him a full off season as the as the one. You give him more reps with the ones. And you give him a whole offseason to where he can prepare as a now, starting quarterback. I know you think Cam is not the answer, and that's fine. But is Kyle Allen the answer? I think Kyle Allen is going to be. I, I think the ju- I think the jury is still out on Kyle Allen, whether or not he's the future. But right now, to my personal opinion, as AZ would say, in my humble opinion, <laughs> I feel like he's the bridge guy right now. Okay. Move out Cam. He's the bridge guy that'll keep you somewhat competitive, and while you find another quarterback of your future. The only reason I made the comparison is because they both low key rookies. That's really 
the only basis I made the comparison. Well, one was one was one was a fifth round pick, and one was the sixth overall pick. <laughs> All right, it's time to wrap up the show, like we do every single week with the NFL Pick'em, um, the, the season-long competition where the winner will get sixty dollars. The records as they stand. I am in first place, 79, 40, and 1. AZ is Feel good about place, that? Yeah. Uh, AZ is in second place, 75, 44, and 1. Well, I'm catching Longay up. came up in third. Gained some ground with a 14, and 1 week. Yeah. Gained some ground. 49, and 1. And Calvin went 11, and 4, but that wasn't good enough. 69, 50, and 1. Um, <laughs> oh, he only one game behind me. <laughs> yeah, yo, he, he's knocking at your door, bro. Hey, yo, um, hey, I'll be all right. Anyway, so the board game is going to talk about, uh, for some reason, we're in the Matrix right now, and we're living in a simulation, and we're going to give the Broncos and Browns airtime. <laughs> Please make it clear. Simulation. Jesus. We got 30 seconds for these hoes. All right. For real. Browns at the, <laughs> Browns and the Broncos. Mind you, Joe Flacco is not playing this week. Yeah. Um, Who's playing? Who's starting? Um, Brian, uh, Brian, Brandon Allen, Brandon Allen, Brandon Allen, or Brandon. I thought it was Brandon Whedon. No, no it's he ain't in the league. Is he in the league anymore? No. Okay. Brandon well, Allen. yeah, Browns gonna get this dub. I think the Browns are a team. Just kind of, we won't spend too much time on it. I think the Browns are gonna get hot during the second half of the year. They have a pretty easy schedule. Very easy. Um, so I think. <laughs> yeah, I think this is gonna be the time. This is gonna be the kickstart. I've got the Browns in this one. Except for they play us, and we got a winning record. But. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stat, uh, stat. Oh, what do you, what do you call it? Fact check. Oh, fact, fact check. Too. Fact check. Huh? Um, keep winning though, because the, the Steelers. I don't know how. Man, fuck the Steelers. He, he, he said fuck the Steelers. I'm, I'm going with the Broncos. I think they're going to surprise the Browns again. What's quarterback name? Von Miller. That's all you need to know. What? Von, <laughs> hey, Von Miller going to fuck him up. Go fuck Baker up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, that was some funny shit. What's going on, so right Von Miller? That's <laughs> that, oh that man, funny, um, most Calvin fucking <laughs> right. I'm out with the shits. I I really I really I really dislike Cleveland because Baker is. But I feel like they can't lose this game. They can't. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They're not gonna lose. Ain't they game. on the road? Yes. Yeah. So then it's a very losable game. But come on, you come on, you can't lose this game. I got I got they're the Browns. Ooh, excuse me, I got the Browns, but it's gonna be it's gonna be the it's gonna be just the false hope they need to start talking their shit again, so they can get back now, on their losing What I am street. upset about is we get a constant reminder every day of how overhyped the Browns were because Baker Mayfield is getting paid off endorsements. Oh my God, I yes. see a Baker Mayfield commercial every commercial break now. I'm watching a football game. He got yeah. a bag from Hulu. He got a bag from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. He got a bag from whoever sponsors the Browns Stadium. But anyway, um, next up. Who'd you pick? I picked Cleveland. Yeah, I, I just think, like, first of all, Joe Flacco stinks. And Calvin, shout out to you for willingly cheering for him. Hey, that's for what. Eight years. Hey, hey that's, hey, that's hey, what hey. real sports cities do. Who, who got that's a Super real, Bowl, though? That's what real sports cities huh? do. You finish? And a Super that's Bowl a real, MVP. That's, listen. That's right. Hey, Joe I ain't, I ain't knocking him. Super Bowl MVP is proof that it's a quarterback league. Listen, out of everybody hey, no, he on the, did ball no, he he bought out that whole year. He, like he was he was yeah, who was in the gym. Don't know about that. He but went back to exactly who the fuck he is that next year. <laughs> right? Yeah, he did. But anyway, Packers at the Chargers. Mm. Packers at the Chargers. Yeah. Listen, I, I got I always got faith in your boys, man. But I, I, I'm gonna go with the pack. I'm gonna go with the Packers. This, I'm gonna go with the <laughs> oh Cheesehead. This time. I do, man. I have. I always have hey, faith you know in the Chargers, man. No, the hell you don't, Listen, bro. I done pick the Chargers almost every if we week. Want to make the playoffs? We can't. 
Well, guess what? We can. So I'm going with the Chargers because <laughs> is Anthony Lynn gonna be calling plays since they fired Ken Wizard Hunt? Yeah. So we just fired our OC. He's calling plays until we. Well, he don't OC. need to be running Melvin Gordon black ass. Put Austin Eckler back <laughs> in there. Hey, if you put Austin Eckler in there, they're gonna well, win. <laughs> did you know where Austin Eckler would ball out right now? New England. He would. Yeah, he the would. Type of- the way they they run James White and Sony Michelle, hell yeah, he, he would. Um, he can't lose another game, so whatever, fuck it. I'm I, got, a- I got the cheese heads though. I'm actually gonna go with uh, the Packers as well. Now I do, I do <laughs> I mean, think the Chargers. No, no, look, I think the Chargers are gonna have a solid game. Yeah, I, I think, think Hunter, Hunter Henry is definitely gonna be the key, the key guy in this game because the Packers actually have given up the like I think the second most points and fantasy to tight ends. Which I think might be huge for him if they can get. T- well, uh, fantasy Hunter Henry. don't mean that. Fantasy it, don't mean real life. Right, it doesn't. But it, it shows you that the tight end position when they guard them are successful. getting open. You know, they mm-hmm. they're getting successful. So I think if um they're able to get Hunter Henry into that uh that passing game, they might have a chance. But I still think I mean Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Yeah, he's he, a like bad Stephen man. A would he, say. He, question for you: Is Derwin James, Melvin Ingram, they're about any- to activate Derwin off IR next week? He'll probably be back next week. Oh, so he's not playing this game. Yeah. Melvin, Melvin Ingram. He's going to be game time. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a cheese head. Okun, he's he coming came, back? He came back, but then he hurt it. <laughs> Damn, it's Damn. time to hang him up. It's yeah. time, it's time he to came back him and he hurt himself. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. a cheese head. Yeah. I was like, trying to literally. see if y'all had some guys Wait, is, is Slayer, is he even playing? He's day-to-day? Yeah, that hamstring. Yeah, hamstring. That's a no. Yeah, I got the Packers because we really should have made moves today and like got somebody's offensive tackle. Like Trent we should have paid the bag, the bag for Trent Williams. Should have. We should have, could have, would have. I thought Trent Williams was holding out. He did. Oh, he wants the bag. Because he wants the bag, right? He came back because he had bills. But he came back because he didn't get traded. You got to come back to at least get something, (laughs) right? Yeah. I I got the Packers because um, Aaron Rodgers is is performing at MVP level, so. It is. You rolling it is. with your guys? I'm rolling with my guys, man. Because, I love bro, to see it. That's what I like to see. We gotta, if we lose again, that's it. That's well, the actually, season. actually, I wanted to say that. I say we can maybe lose one more because the AFC and the NFC, you're not making the playoffs. Nah. Like 10 and 6, you might squeeze in. If that. If that, but like in the AFC, AFC is kind of shitty because we we still in like ninth place right now. At three yeah, and five. You can you can sneak into we a wild card. We can sneak in, but we can't lose again. But anyway, but ride with your guys. Next bro. up, we're gonna save that Ravens game for last because that's the most talkable about one. Yeah, gangway. Um, Cowboys and Giants. Cowboys going to um, the old Meadowlands to play the Giants and Daniel Jones. Who you got? Um, I got I got the Cowboys coming off a of bye, and gosh, that pains me to say that. <laughs> Um, but I got I got some catching up to do, so I got to let my pride go away. But I think um, Ezekiel Elliott and those boys, um, now that they're even more healthy in the way that they did us on Sunday night a few weeks ago, I think they... Oh, oh, they, oh, they, oh who is us? I, we need an explanation. <laughs> we don't need no explanation. You know what it is, man. Hey, well, just welcome to the... We got our ass beat on Primetime Club. We, we did. Welcome you with we did. Man, we I just pray we don't. Hey, Jesus. Calvin, go, it could, go come hey. to the club. It could. It could. It could. Hey, hey, I, I'm telling you, we'll get there in a second, but I'll just say, hey, Bill Belichick, is salivating for Lamar Jackson. He right is now. licking that his defense, chops. He is he in the film room right now. <laughs> right now, he in the film room. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, oh, man. Man. That, that was a tough. That was a tough. Hey, night. Um, Bill, Bill Belichick had Lamar Jackson film for relax. Dinner. I'm a, I'm going to take the uh, the Cowboys. I, I think like why he said 
them coming off a bye, they were a little banged up, especially in the wide receiver. I think if Mike Gallup, uh, you know, uh, as well as um, Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper can come back 100%, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, I mean, them boys are going to be ready to play. And it's a divisional game. I think they go ahead and because they know the Eagles are right behind them. I think y'all are game behind now or yeah. half a game behind. Half they, a game behind. They're, they're what, five they're and ready. three now? They're, four and no, three. they're four and three. We're and four and they're four. They're four and oh, four. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't give up no you, ground. You can't give up this game because but, if so, But speaking of a team that can make some ground, what are the Giants right now? Uh, two and five, I think. Y'all can make up some ground. They can. This is, this is a they big game. They got Leonard right? Williams yesterday. This is a big game. Yeah. So, AZ, who you got? Um... You got your boys in blue? Nah, I got the Cowboys. Are oh, you a bullshit? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Talking about sports fan. Talk about a sports town. Get the fuck out of here. All right, go ahead. Go you gonna, ahead. You gonna pick it. your boy? You gonna pick the Cowboys over y'all? Come on, man. You finished? That's why we ain't. Man, hold on. You, you finished? Fucking New York. You finished? Y'all trash. You no, finished? I'm not done. Go ahead. That's some fucking bullshit. Keep it going. That you would keep pick it going. The rival team, the right? team that we both hate, right? Over your boys, man. Right. That's, that's some bullshit. Yeah, you know, you know that's bullshit. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. You know that's bullshit. Please tell me. Dumbass is trying to come back so you don't have to pay me $60, nigga. You're not winning. Yeah. You're yeah. not winning. Hey, hey, yo, you definitely not winning. You're not winning. No, you're not yeah. winning. No, you're not winning. What place are you in? I'm in third. All right, what place hey, am I in? Second. Fuck out of here, Okay, man. just for right now, there was a time. Just do me right now. There was a time. How do you sound? How do you sound? How do you sound? How do you sound? You sound like a fair-weather ass No, you sound like a loser. You sound like a fair-weather ass You sound like a tanking ass You sound like a Bullshit you sound like fan. the taking ass that bullshit that you are. sports town. No, no, I'm y'all ain't no fucking I'm, I'm sports objective. town. <laughs> I'm objective. You, you just ain't riding for no, no boys. No, this you, team two and five, two. He gonna ride with yeah, boys. Hell yeah, nigga. We you, three and five. You three finish? and five. Yeah. He gonna ride with his boys. You finished? <laughs> Fuck out of here, you man. Yo, yo, dumb ass just used to losing. That's it. No, it ain't. That's it. Hey, we handled the business in Buffalo though. I ride with my boys. Eight five and one. Congratulations. Listen, I am objective. Go ahead. And the Cowboys coming off a bye week. I feel like they're going to handle business because our weakest unit is our defense. This is the sound of a, of an objective uh, uh, sports talk. Let's say you, because the Cowboys, I'm not going to take that Philly win and say, oh, these niggas are going to the Super Bowl because that was no. one game. Because the week prior, I watched Sam Darnold, Casper ass, <laughs> feast on the fucking Cowboys, bro. Because if I were you, bro, fuck it, bro. Hey. Nah, bro. He, boys, nah, bro. he, he ain't because with his guys, bro. He ain't with his guys. Like the Patriots or like oh the Chiefs <laughs> in Arrowhead, I'd be like, hey. No, you no. might want to ride. Nah, he ain't no true but fan, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. How am I not true fan? No, tell me, how am I not true fan? Listen, how am I not true fan? So hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. So we got, we got this, we got this whole podcast, right? Yeah. Well, we give our, we give our objective opinions. Yeah. I'm supposed to just ride for a team when I know, when I can see with my own two fucking eyes. If you was in a real fucking sports town, you would. Cause real sports fans, no, 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 you know what? If you was a real sports fan, you fucking would. You won't find a fucking soul in Philadelphia who's gonna pick the fucking Cowboys. You know what? I don't give a damn. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we gonna ride for our guys. Oh my god, we gonna ride for our guys. That's what we gonna do. You finished? You see Calvin? We go to the Patriots. He gonna ride for his guys. Yo, have you been objective or picked against your team this year? No, he picked his team every week. I'm asking. Every oh, week, man. I don't I think I have. No, we don't pick this team. Have you been objective? Hold on. Have you been objective? Unfortunately, and, and put against your team. Unfortunately, yes. Okay then. And no. he in first place. No, have I been objective? 
No, I haven't picked against the Chargers yet. No, and he ain't picked picked against the Ravens. Well, and all, I ain't well, picked well, against well, the Eagles. Well, well, well you know what? By picking on the fucking well, well, you know what? Forgive me for being a, an objective a fan. Fair weather and, ass and, fan. How am I fair weather well, ass listen, fan? I think a, How am I fair? Hold on, listen. Yo, how am I fair weather <laughs> ass fan when we're we are fucking we bet money so that we can we can we can see who, who has the best wins or losses. So 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 now I'm a fair weather fan because of that. Yep. Your team is famous for fucking losing. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, yes, they are. Yes, yeah. Yo, no, listen. No, no, they're Yo, not. The Philly, the, 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 the Eagles, the, the Eagles have one Super Bowl, and okay. after and after they famous, fucking trash. That's not famous for losing. The seventy sixes. The Chargers have zero seventy sixes. We talking about them champions. niggas. Seventy sixes. They're not. Y'all niggas is fucking trash. Okay. Y'all lost for six years. And guess what? Y'all still ain't gonna fucking win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't gonna win. They ain't gonna win. Shut the fuck up. No, you're bragging about fuck a fucking win about the, against the fucking Bulls. Shut the fuck up. I can't believe you threw that bullshit in the damn chest. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 So, so you're going to call me a fair weather fan. Yes. Hold on, hold on. Yo, I'm a fair weather fan, but yes. I was hyped against, against a, a fucking regular season game against the fucking Bulls. How is Anybody that? can be fucking happy when oh you're winning. Nigga. Anybody can be happy. No, why you at? No, why you at? Why you at? Why you at? Why you at? It's easy to brag when you win it. All right, back, back. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but when your boys is down, no, are not, you still not, with them? All right, so bad. So, you know, bust this. So, listen, let's listen. So, Wanya is the same person, right? I don't know what my voice I don't know my voice because what is yelling in the argument is fucking losing, right? So, listen, hold on. Wanya is the same person. Who talks about the regular season the NBA don't fucking matter. It don't matter. It don't matter at all. It don't matter, right? Now here I am. I've been a Knicks fan my entire fucking life, right? So my boys, my boys, you know, came out, won a game, and I and I was excited about it, right? Mm-hmm. Regular season game, and yep. it, it, that that's that, that you don't matter, right? Yep. And and, and, that, and that, so that don't that, that don't make me a a real sports a sports fan to you? No. What makes you a Yo, fan? No, 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 hold on, listen. Your arguments are, are inconsistent. No, they're not. Yes, they are. We, no, you no. brought up the fucking Knicks. I'm talking about your cat, your Giants going against the fucking rival Cowboys. Right. And you're going to pick the fucking Cowboys. Because I'm, obje- I'm, a, I'm, I'm being objective. Okay. Well, what I'm trying to tell you, being objective is not in a sports town's... Uh, well, well, you know what? You know, winners are objective. You know why? Because okay. they, 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 they... No, they winners fucking no. believe that they can fucking win. Hold, hold, not fucking hold, concede hold on, hold on, hold on, and listen. say, oh, we're hold not listen, good enough. Listen. So I'm going to say that the other team is no No, no, win. listen. Fuck out of here no, with that no. shit, how, 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 how much has, has your belief gotten got you as a Philly fan? Hey. No, no, no Super Bowl. No, what? Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. Okay. Just one. Okay. Two Just years one. ago. Two Just years one. Ago. You're bringing up some shit that happened 10 years ago. So the fuck what? You didn't have fucking kids. You got two kids now. So what? You didn't have fucking So what? You probably still have hair outside We got five championships. What else? Okay. What else? bringing up past shit. I'm talking so about So what? Yo, you bring up past shit. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, you bring up past shit. Yeah. Yeah, we well, do. We got five or four. You we got five. Okay. Now what? What was the The Yankees. Again, you're, you're bringing up no, no, no. You talk about no, consistency no, because, because I'm a you're sports talk, fan. You're, you're talking about because, consistency. because we're a sports town. You're, Yo, we win championships. What do y'all do? Okay, you're no, what do y'all do? No, what do y'all do? No, all y'all do is, is talk about oh, we throw batteries and we we so hard for our yep, fucking yep, losing ass. That's team. what a sports team yeah, is. And y'all lose. Okay, y'all are fucking okay. losers. You've been a fucking y'all are fucking losers. Now what? Twenty fucking now what? Y'all losers. Ain't been shit since fucking John Starks. Yo, 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 one of your best fucking players was bagging fucking. 
fucking groceries. Yo, the 76ers yeah, got the same chances yeah, yeah, as we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Now what? Right. Pick the Cowboys. Yo, now what? Pick the Cowboys. Fuck out of here, man. Sorry ass niggas. sorry. No, fuck out of here, man. Ravens. Who the fuck do y'all play? I am so out of sorts. We play the Patriots. The Ravens play the Patriots. I can't believe you, man. At home. I can't believe you. At home. Is it at home? Is it in Baltimore? You're going to pick Jerry's boys? We're in Baltimore. Okay. Can't believe it. So, can't believe it. Who do you have? Yo, I'm, I'm enjoy my when when I win, I'm yep. enjoy I'm enjoy the twenty dollars more special. Can y'all put, bet, can y'all put money yeah, on this it, game, please? What? Well, you got. Well, she oh, got, I'm not putting money on the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, no. Oh, facts. That's that'll be pagan. <laughs> oh, but oh, but when, when we play when we play them, oh, absolutely. If his ass yes, ain't punk enough sir. to fucking say you gonna put money, you, you gonna put money on it, or are you gonna say, oh, oh, we're not good enough? No, I we, we got really, yeah, cool I got, no, I got two kids. Fuck all this betting shit. This is yeah. the most money I bet ever. Okay, <laughs> hey, fair enough. I'm just fair, saying. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. that's my fair mind and objective. Fair enough. Don't right, right, do this. Wouldn't do, do this. Wouldn't do this. What we'll bet is the day that the Eagles and Cow, the day that the Eagles and Giants play. If they, whoever wins, if I win. If the Eagles win, you got to go to the gym for two weeks with us. Mm. Two weeks straight. Two weeks straight. All gas, no brakes. If if the Giants win, I'll take you out to eat. Nah, I don't like that bet. Oh, my oh, God. God. What? You, you quite literally don't lose. You know what? I'm about to, <laughs> Come on, bro. I was about to go Come in on you, AJ. I'm going to let you go. Ravens against the Patriots at home. <laughs> I want y'all to know we started this pick'em twenty minutes. Yeah, ago. we we went off the rails. <laughs> we went off the rails. You get my fucking one yeah. Ravens, <laughs> yeah. Patriots at the Ravens. Patriots at the Ravens. I think this is gonna be a, a, a dog fight game. I, I and I told Calvin this um, after they beat Seattle, and I will say it on the air. I apologize for my six and ten prediction. Y'all <clears> have <throat> exceeded my expectations as a team. Um, that defense looks very good. Um, but I mean, I got I got the Patriots in this one. I think they're gonna squeak it out. I think this is gonna be a really, really, really tight game, um, and I think it's gonna be a game of the week. Calvin, what? what Hold what? on, you didn't say who won. Yeah, Patriots. He said, I got he, Patriots. He said Patriots. Um, this is gonna be the first um, <clears throat> low key real team, like in all in all facets. Like this is the best quarterback they've they've, they've gone against, the best coach they've gone against in in this whole in this mm-hmm. whole uh, this season. So I feel like. Um, Lamar Jackson is such a unique talent that like you like he is he is truly one on one and because John Harbaugh is not afraid to run the ball and because you, it's hard to account for a true running quarterback who can also throw the ball um, it's going to be too much for for this vaunted defense to, um, to keep up with so I got the um, the Ravens I'm gonna go with New England um, only because I, I'm interested to see how the Ravens respond to that ferocious defense I'm not sure if they'll be the first team to. Um, make that defense like really work um, in a sense, but I'm going to go with New England. Calvin. So, of course, you know, I'm riding with my guys. I'm riding with the Ravens. At I do home. think we are going to win at home, and I got a few reasons why. One of the reasons, one of the biggest <laughs> reasons I think that we're going to win is our off week, right? So we had we just had our bye week. We got hmm. 14 days, literally, to prepare for what Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and that defense is probably going to throw at us, right? I think with the the minds of Greg Roman, who's our offensive coordinator, as well as uh, John Harbaugh being able to call some of those plays, like John Harbaugh is a very aggressive coach. He likes to take chances, and Lamar Jackson is a quarterback that allows him to take those chances. And I think um, one thing that Bill Belichick, and he even uh, said in his press conference, he was like, yeah, you know, we – 
we we think that Lamar is a special guy. Like, you know, he he's a threat, and that's something that you got to pay attention to. I think him running the ball this game is probably going to be the most important game of him running the ball. If Lamar Jackson rushes for over 100 yards against the Patriots, we'll win. Now, and question for you. Go ahead. Not to cut you off. You mentioned because the Ravens had a bye week, they can game plan for what the Patriots are going to bring to them. Mm-hmm. I think that they, that works on as far as on what their offense, what the Patriots' offense is going to do to that defense. But can you truly prepare on how they're going to defend Lamar Jackson because they have not faced an offense like you all's where you run the quarterback? Well, and I think that's going to that was one of the other points I was going to say as to why I think we're going to win. They haven't had a mobile quarterback they had to go against yet, and historically they have they have struggled with mobile quarterbacks. I think the fact that Lamar Jackson will be able to run the ball and pass the ball, and I think that's where Greg Roman comes in. I think offensively, we're going to open it up a lot more than what we've been doing, right? We got the number one rushing offense in the league right now, and that's due to part because of Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. If Hollywood Brown is in this game, that's going to be huge for us because we've been missing our our deep play threat. And the one thing that I saw in the Browns game as well as the, uh, the Giants game, the deep ball. If we can get a deep ball going up against this this uh, Patriots defense, that's how we can beat them. The the things that the Browns and the uh, also the Giants didn't do well is they kept trying to do everything short. And not saying that you can't win against something like that, but you got to be very efficient, like how the Patriots are. And I think with Lamar Jackson, he he has a strong arm. He can get outside of the pocket, and this is going to be a task for this defense. Now, do I think we're going to just run away with it? Hell no. Their their linebackers are built to play us. They've got fast, quick, and strong linebackers, so they'll be able to keep up with Lamar at, at some capacity in the game, but I, I do think we will take over and win this game. Um, I'm going to say we're going to win 28-25 to because Justin Tucker going to hit the game-winning field goal. Gangway. All right. And <clears throat> so that about... <laughs> you have them both tied at 25. That's going to be a weird That's game. a weird-ass score. They uh, would have to. That's like a safety and a goddamn. <laughs> I mean, this extra point. Hey, damn, hey, listen, we'll twenty-eight, see. twenty-five. Uh, but anyway, um, hey man, if you enjoy, what do you this, have? You ain't say. I, I got, I did. He said the Patriots. Calvin oh. just had a damn, just a damn. A little yeah, I had to kind of go off. Hey, that's his guys. Yeah, that's all right. So listen, all right, fuck. Don't start back up. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, so we ain't gonna start nothing back up. No, no, we ain't gonna start nothing back up. Let's talk about this bet. All right, so so <laughs> real quick. Oh, so now you try to clear. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Go ahead. I, yeah. So so you so you said if if when the Giants and Eagles play, right? If the Eagles <clears> win, <throat> you have to hit the gym with us for two weeks straight. But okay, the only only issue I have with that is like is just like the scheduling and stuff because I really don't know with this baby like how available I'm going to be. That is true. That, that's that's very point. true. That's well, that, what we'll do. We got time before the game, so we'll I, I'll figure out what the bet what it'll be as far as if the Eagles win, huh? You know what? You know well, what let me you borrow twenty dollars. So you know what you should bet? Give me all your debit and credit cards for two weeks. I'm absolutely not bad. Then he can't pay for shit. That's right. Calvin just be coming up with shit out his ass. Oh, man.
Tell them, tell them, I'm from Charlotte. All I know is how to get a book. Riding with the pistol tuck. Whip it like a semi. <laughs>